Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. Chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juz'amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and inimitable manner makes them relatable. So, without further ado, let's begin this journey. A'udhu billahi minash shaytani rajim, bismillahi rahmani rahim, la uqsimu bihada al-balad, wa anta hillum bihada al-balad, wa walidun wa ma walad, laqad khalaqna al-insana fi kabad. So this surah, this is very much connected with the surah al-fajr. So the message basically in the both surah the same, that when people get the favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they must share that with other people. The rich people, they are expected to spend money in the path of Allah. As the poor people, they should be have patience and sabr. In this surah, the message actually has been made more clear in the, with, with the reference of the city of Makkah. The reason is because people who get the power, like Pharaoh and you know, all those people, they could say that, you know, when you have kingdom and all those things, you know, sometimes, you know, it actually corrupts you and, you know, t- t- distracts you. So things like that, people can say really that when civilization comes, when the city comes, when the state comes, when the power comes, that how the corruption happens. And that's, t- that's true. But Quran wants to remind that, you know, city should, this, you know, if you want really that how an ideal city should be, you should look in the history of Makkah al-Mukarrama, Makkah, city of Makkah. <coughs> You know, that is the only city in the world which is based on the real understanding of the relation between Allah and between the people. Everywhere else the people get the favor and the money, they become proud and arrogant. Like all the civilizations, you know, Egyptian civilization, Iraq and India and China, everywhere in the world. But the only place where things were different is Makkah al-Mukarramah. The city of Makkah al-Mukarramah, it is a city. It has been from the very beginning established with two things making clear. The first thing is that people who settled there, they are going to worship Allah alone. The founder of the city, Ibrahim al-Islam, he made very clear that I have only made my children to settle here to worship Allah alone. And second thing is, he made very clear that when Allah is going to make favor upon them and give him the, them the food, they must share that with others. That's why the Quran says, I have mentioned earlier, let me read this verse again. So in this context, So this city has been built on the fiqh and the dhikr. 
directly, properly. This, this, this city, the people look at the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they think about that, they want to share other people, and also they want to worship him, and you know, love him, and obey him as much as possible. So that is the history of this city. Now the Quran is asking the people of Makkah al-Mukarramah that you people living in this city and you don't thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you don't, don't recognize his rights upon you, don't share your wealth and property with orphans and with weak people and you don't worship him. While the history of the city makes very clear that what you need to do, the founder of the city, your father, his vision was different. The reason he established Makkah al-Mukarramah was not to make Makkah as a center of you know, trade in the world. And that's actually what happened. The Makkan people, they made Makkah center of the world trade and they actually exporting and importing. That was not, not the purpose. The purpose of the city was only to worship Allah Taala and to share all the favors with other people. And that you can see very consistent in the Quran about Makkah with other surahs. Same message, or whenever Makkah is mentioned, Quran always reminds people two things. One is ibadah of Allah and second thing is be kind to the people and help them and thank them. All the time, whenever Makkah is mentioned, house of Allah is mentioned, both things keep coming. Like for example, you see in Surah Al-Teen, Quran says, وَالتِّينَ وَالزَّيْتُونَ وَطُورَ سِينِينَ وَهَادَ الْبَلَدِ الْأَمِينَ Again, the reference came to Balad Amin and the Makkah Al-Mukarramah. لِإِلَافِ قُرَيْشِ Quran says, in Surah Al-Quraish, Quran is saying that people who have got this house, peaceful peace in the house, and so, and so much fear of Allah SWT, what they should do? فَلْيَعْبُدُوا رَبَّ هَذَا الْبَيْتِ فَلْيَعْبُدُوا رَبَّ هَذَا الْبَيْتِ الَّذِي أَطْعَمَهُمْ مِنْ جُوعٍ وَآمَنَهُمْ مِنْ خَوْفٍ People of this house, they should worship their Lord. And also whatever they have got, they should share with other people, spend money on other people, on the poor people. Then the Quran mentions in Surah Al-Ayat Al-Ladhi, in that Surah Quran mentions, Surah Al-Ma'un Quran mentions, but Quraysh, they don't worship Allah. As far worship, Quran says, يُرَاءُونَ النَّاسِ they only showing off. And as far as spending money in the path of Allah, Quran says, Even the small thing of the house, in the kitchen, even that they stop from giving to anybody. So the purpose of the house was that they worship Allah and they should share all the favor with other people. But in Surah Al-Ma'un it is said that they are not actually doing any of those things. They are not worshiping Allah and they are not giving anything in the path of Allah. So then the Quran said in Surah Al-Kawthar that, O Prophet Muhammad now we have taken away the Kaaba from these people and given to you. Now you have to do both things. And then, Then you pray for your Lord, do ibadah, one and sacrifice the animal and give the meats to the poor people. So you can see the building of civilization, when the civilization is built, when the money comes, when the city is there, then it has two responsibilities. The first one is to obey Allah, to worship Him, and the second thing in the society, in the city, wherever there are weak people, orphans, and all those, you must take care of them. Do justice with them, take care of them, and don't do any injustice or wrong to them. So city basically means two things in Islam. Any city, whenever the human, human beings get together, they have to worship Allah, and then they have to take care of everybody. Support everybody, cooperate with everybody, bring justice there, be nice to the people. So that is the reference of Al-Balad in this surah, to remind the people the history of this city, that how that city has been built uh, you know, on, on these two principles. So now let's see in the Quran. La uqsimu. 
another thing actually before before moving to this uh, uh, to the next uh, you know in this surah one important part actually is uh, in this surah quran mentioned laqad khalaqna al-insana fi kabad certainly we have created the mankind in the kabad kabad means what hardship and suffering the mankind has been created in the hardship what hardship is hardship basically is that mankind whatever they want to achieve it is not easy for them for every single thing they have suffering and they have a hard life even actually the world matters if you want to get money you know you have to work for that so this is one important aspect of the surah laqad khalaqna al-insana fi kabad certainly we have created the mankind in the suffering in the hardship anything people want to do it is suffering actually even people's growth has suffering how the people are in the womb of their mother from there they come out and the growth of the people when they want to earn money when they want to learn you know study anything you see similarly when they want to become pious obedient to the lord it is not easy it has a hardship laqad khalaqna al-insana fi kabad this is a key thing in this surah that people have got this thing since this has got you know suffering and hardship then you have to do this you know it is not that you because become pious without doing anything it is not that you going to achieve anything without doing anything you have to do this what only question comes here why the quran says in this surah laqad khalaqna al-insana fi kabad and when the surah at-tir is coming also there reference of the balad here the quran mentions al-balad and in surah at-tir quran also quran also mentions wal baladil amin and then quran said laqad khalaqna al-insana fi ahsan taqwim we certainly we have created the mankind in the best structure why quran there says best structure and why quran says here that we created the mankind in the hardship to you know what the relation between both of to understand this thing properly allah's way always have been that whenever he creates something for a purpose to he enables you know those people for their purpose he always enables and everything the, the, the way things are created everything helps for the purpose to so for example like you see animals every animal has got its own purpose so the way they have been made it to serve that purpose so like you can see people have the cow you know for the milk to it serve the purpose and you see it is made like that people have the horses for the riding and this that it helps for their purpose people have camel for a purpose it helps as that so everything you know which has been made for any purpose you know it only can be best in in, in its structure if the structure of that creation can serve that purpose people have been created for hardship that is in this surah laqad khalaqna al-insana fi kabad hardship struggle you know working hard and suffering all those things for world dream matters and for the hereafter if you want to get paradise you have to work hard to so whatever people do they need to work harder that they have created and for that purpose the way they have been made actually their their body structure helps them so allah subhanahu wa taala has created for this purpose people need eye people need mind people need hand people need feet and all those things and allah subhanahu wa taala for for this purpose he created the man in the best structure the best possible structure which can help people to get that goal to that why these two things are connected laqad khalaqna al-insana fi kabad we created the man in hardship and we also created the man in the best structure because without best structure this hardship would have been impossible if people did not have proper mind people did not have their proper body they cannot do this struggle 
So this is the connection between these two things. And for that purpose, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has taken covenant, uh, you know, from the children of Adam. And the main covenant that happened in the history of the mankind is next to this city, Makkah al-Mukarrama. And that was covenant between between Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and Ibrahim al-Islam. He made very clear that as long as your descendants keep obeying me, listening to the, to me, so I am going going to fulfill all my promise. But your descendants, including you, must you must fulfill the covenant properly. And covenant, no doubt, really, it will uh, you know include the hardship, struggle, and sacrifice. And the beginning of the covenant was sacrifice of Ibrahim's his own son. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala made training for that covenant. That covenant with your family, your descendants, is that they must fulfill all my promise, all my commands. Then I will look after them. And the starting point was Ismail himself. Ibrahim and his son Ismail. Ibrahim has been commanded to sacrifice his son Ismail alayhi salam. So that actually the story tells you that living in a city basically means to be ready for any sacrifice which is coming as a command from your Lord. This is a part of the command of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for any city, especially the city of Makkah al-Mukarrama. And when it comes, then no hesitation and no question. As Ibrahim alayhi salam, when he was commanded to sacrifice his son, he had no question, no hesitation. And his son Ismail alayhi salam, he also have no question, no hesitation. So this Surah Al-Balad basically is reminding the history of the city which is founded by Ibrahim alayhi salam, and the purpose of the city was Iqamatu Salah, the prayer, the ibadah, and also being kind to the poor people and to the orphans and to help the people. And as I mentioned, that that story has been repeated in the Quran so, so many times. And the starting point was the sacrifice of Ismail alayhi salam himself. Like for example, you know, Mawlana Rum said, "Ham tu Ismail peshas sar bane, shad o khanda peshas teyagash jaa bade." Allah is expecting you like Ismail. Be like Ismail. When Allah's command comes, bow your head. Put your head for sacrifice when Allah's command is, and then be pleased and happy that He has chosen you. Don't don't express any anger. Don't don't show that you are not happy or you know. Whenever Allah commands you, I accept the command with honor, with respect, and with full happiness. Ibrahim and Ismail, they never had any complaint about the Sharia, about the law of the Lord. Whatever He commanded, they did. That basically is the summary of the history of this city. That this city is built on the full obedience of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and the city is built on the full command and full the thankfulness to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So whenever a city comes, people who live in the city. They always have got these two duties: worship of their Lord, starting with the qamatu salah, and second duty is, you know, being kind and nice to the people. If the people of the city they don't do these two duties, they don't deserve to be live there. Like Pharaoh and Haman and Qarun and Adah Thamud, they have got in a big city and all those things, but they fail in both duties. So Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala destroyed them and sent punishment upon them. Any city only becomes corrupted. When they are not doing ibadah and we are not doing justice, and not, they are not kind to the people. When justice goes, city becomes corrupted. When people don't obey Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, city becomes corrupted. So corruption and mischief, fasad, filard, basically means not praying and not sacrificing and not being kind to the people. And when the command of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala comes, then the people of the city they never, never should be lazy. Receive the command properly with full heart. And don't be lazy. Don't delay the things. Just do things as Allah has commanded. 
you know, this is really very important because the thing is, when Allah commands, and you say in the theory, you are, we are Muslims, we accept his command. But when it comes to practice, you don't do this. Then you fail. Because the city has been built on doing things. If you don't do things, you just say, I accepted, but doing nothing, it's not going to work. If people don't do justice, but they say we accept the Quran as the book of justice, it's not going to help them. If people don't pray, but they say, you know, we accept that the prayer is obligated upon us, nothing can happen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's command is believe in the command and do it as it is and never be lazy. Even if it goes, you know, much against your interest, against your comfort, against your easiness, keep doing this thing. And that's why you consider really, the salaf really in the past, how much they used to do. The Prophet, starting from, you know, from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa so much hardship in the life. He never took the life as enjoyment. Night prayer, day prayer, you know, suffering with the people, patience and sabr. Ibrahim al Islam keep moving from one place to other place. All the time hijrah. Old men, you know, old men, don't expect him to have traveling of such a long journey from Syria to Makkah, then from Makkah to, to Syria, but never, n- n- never staying. All the time, because this life basically is made for struggling, for hardship, because the Quran says kabad. So kabad means hardship. This hardship, there's no, basically there's no achievement without hardship. Simple thing of matter actually is, if anybody guarantees you any success without any hardship, that never can be accepted, never can be Islamic. This Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's way is that people must have two things, you know, labor plus value. Means you work hard, then you get a result. If you work hard, you don't have a result, it is not Islamic. Like for example, you know, people keep working hard without knowing direction, you know, working hard itself is not you know, Islamic. You know, and if people, people have got value, but without working hard, cannot be. For example, if somebody brings magic, and by magic he makes, gives you money and richness and all those things, that is haram. A value without the labor is un-Islamic, a labor without value is un-Islamic. Islamic way is hardship, struggle, jihad, working hard, and they, then get the value. So laziness, com- comfortable life, easy way, delaying the matter for tomorrow, that is never, never Islamic way. Every single thing in this world basically needs effort and struggle. That is how Allah made the world. So, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدْ And for that hardship, He actually made you for that, that way. The way people have been created is actually to struggle and to work hard. And that why the Quran says in the other surah, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنَ تَقْوِيمِ The way you have been created actually is, it is going to help you for the hardship, for working hard. So working hard is very, very essential for this religion. You know, I, I can see like if there are many, many Sufis, you know, they make, you know, the reason very easy. They will say that somebody was, you know, eating food and a very bad person, he came and he ate, ate leftover of the person and became very pious. He changed. Nothing like that. Really. In Islam, there's nothing that if you eat somebody leftover and you become pious. You know, you can find every religion, this, thing, this people keep teaching. You know, even if you eat leftover of the Prophet that eating the leftover will never make you pious. You need to have a struggle, you need to have a hardship, you have to think and properly, do understand this properly. That's why Quran keeps saying amalu salihat, working hard. To iman and the amal, and kabad, suffering, you know, hardship, you know, with a purpose, connected with a purpose. Simple thing is, Islam believes in the in a value which is connected with the labor. So labor plus value, work hard and then you get value. Value, which actually starts with the labor. If you t- take, leave one of them, 
then it never, never can be Islamic. All the life of the... Otherwise, if there had been any easy way, if had there been any easy way, to why the Sultan did not teach us? Is, that, is Allah not a mean? Do you think he is going to... Is dishonest? If there is any easy way, why the Prophet did not teach? Quran said, do you think you will get paradise so easily? You know, you have to have suffering. If anybody promises you success in the hereafter without suffering, without a problem, without hardship, that promise lie. Because Quran all the time keeps saying, Ya Yuladin Amanu, istairu bis sabr wa salah. Quran said that we must test you, we must, must make suffering. Wala nabluwannakum, bishay mil khawfi wal ju'i, wa naqsim il amwali wal anfusi wa thamarat. It will come. So that's why in this surah, this thing actually one of the main points of the surah is, laqad khalaqna insana fi kabad. Because many, many Sufis, they have been teaching, you know, this lazy, lazy way of the life. Eh? Tomorrow, Rumi, he's also himself Sufi. He criticized them. He said, Sufi ibn al-Waqt Bashad al-Rafiq. Nest farda guftan ashart al-Tariq. Tomorrow, said, these Sufis, they are not Sufis. They're lazy people. And actually, some of the Sufis used to say, laziness has helped us to trust in Allah. Meaning what? We don't do anything. So we say Allah will feed us. Is this trust in Allah subhanahu ta'ala? That's what they say. Some Sufis say, laziness helped us to trust in Allah subhanahu ta'ala. Ma'arum is criticizing these people, you know, very strongly. He said, no, Sufi ibn al-Waqt Bashad al-Rafiq. Oh, my friend, Sufi is the son of the time. Every single moment he does something. He never wastes time. Every single moment he, there is some duty upon him. Nist farda guftan ashart tariq To say tomorrow is not the way of the, of the Sufi people. That I will do tomorrow. Like if you go to Middle East, Saudi Arabia, if you go to any office, they will say what? You know, come tomorrow, Bukhara. For every single day, they keep delaying. Come tomorrow. They never do the same thing. So he's in same day, always tomorrow. This is not the way. The way is suffering. Never, think, never choose the work which can, you know, think, make life easier. Always think really what is the best thing for you to do, to do, then do it even if it has got suffering. Because suffering must be in this life. Allah has created the mankind for that. لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدْ And it is so true. Even for the worldly matters, you have to have suffering. For, even for early matters. So keep this, these two basic things this, about the surah and then inshallah read. First thing is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, the city means two things. The prayer, ibadah, and justice and ihsan. To share all the people, or you can say Rahman and Sabr, that come in this way. That you know, if you have got something, you share with other people, be merciful to the people, and if you don't have, then be patient. So these two things, they are part of any city. Whenever a society is built, it must have two pillars, Iqamatul Salah, and it must also have, you know, feeding the people, like in Surah Quraysh, you can see, Surah Al-Kawthar, you can see, Surah Al-Teen, all the same thing. And the second thing I understand is that it must involve suffering. Suffering will be there, hardship will be there, iqamatul salah, ibadah will need suffering, kindness to the people will need suffering and hardship. Without that, there's no value. So now the Quran said, la uqsimu bihad al-balad. You know, meaning basically is, the Quran, Quran wants to say that, you know, there's no favor of Allah by the people if they don't obey him. Means there is, if people only get all the richness, but they don't want to listen to Allah this is not the way of Allah. So La basically has come to deny that. And then Qasam starts with Uqsimu. So La means if people think that Allah has given them money, it means they are favored by Allah, respected, they are wrong. Respect only comes from Allah if you spend your money in the path of Allah. And for this purpose, this city is witness. 
تو قرار سے لا نو دس از ناٹ رائٹ اوکسمو بی ہیزل بلد آئی میک دس سٹی ٹو بی وٹنس آئی سوئر بائی دس سٹی دس اون سٹی مکت المکرم یور یو لیو دس سٹی وٹنس دیٹ اللہ سبحانہ تعالیٰ ہیز میڈ دا سکسیز آن سم تھنگ ایلس وان تحلم بی ہیزل بلد اینڈ وائل یو آر اسٹیئنگ اور لیونگ ان دس سٹی یو نو دیر آر ٹو قسم ہیئر مینشن اکسم بی ہیزل بلد اینڈ دین قرآن سے وبالد وما ولد ان بٹوین دیس ٹو قسم This sentence has come in midway for a purpose, which we call in Arabic language, Jumlatum Mu'atarida. You know, it is not directly connected, but for a purpose. وَأَنْتَ حِلُّمْ بِهَادَ الْبَلَدِ Meaning is, Allah is referring to people of Quraysh, that I am swearing, I am making this city witness. And this city is not far away from you. You live there. It is your own city. You live in that city. You know, it is easy for you to understand. So it is emphasis actually of the city, and for them to understand the witness of the city. So the Quran says, and anta can mean the Prophet and you can, it also can mean everybody from Quraysh, same thing. So, you know, I'm swearing in the name of this city, by, for, by this city, while you are there, it is this city, you know the history of the city. And by a father, and by, you know, of his, of his descendants, you know, his offspring. Who is the father and what? You know, there are so many opinions have been Adam and Islam and this and that. But if you look in the Quran, Uh, you know, properly. Whenever a city, Makkah al-Mukarramah is connected, it always connected with the history of Ibrahim al So father here cannot be anyone other than Ibrahim al The Quran is reminding about other uh, uh, Ibrahim al and also you can see Ismail al because Ibrahim al both are fathers of the, that city. Wama walad and those who came after them, descendants of Ibrahim and Ismail. Wawaladim wama walad. Look their history. You can see actually the history of these The city and the founders of the city is very clear that whenever, whenever society comes, whenever people start living together, they must have these two things. From the, from the first day, Ibrahim al-Islam made very clear that, Oh Allah, I made my descendants to live here so they can worship at you, they can establish the prayer. And from, from that day, he made very clear that, Oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, give them fruits so they can do shukr. Thanking. Thanking means what? To pay zakat, sadaqah, charity, be kind to the people, do ihsan to the people. So that is history of the, of the city. And also you can, if you go deeper in, in that history, you also can find the hardship, the sacrifice. The beginning of the city actually is a sacrifice. That Ibrahim al sacrificed his son. So both points are mentioned in the history of that city. The first point was that city must be established on the prayer and on the kindness. And the second thing is that these two things only can come through hardship and the sacrifices. And Ibrahim al is living in the city, established the city, both points are made very, very clear. So Quran says, La uqsimu balad. No, I swear, you know, by this city, while you are in this city, you know this city, and a father and, and his descendants, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدِ Certainly, we have created the man in the hardship, in the suffering. That certainly, this is so true for any, every single thing, this, the man has to suffer. And now, you know, I explained earlier that you can see really, the way the man has been made is, it is very much suited for that suffering. Because you see, hand, why Allah has given us hand? If he does not want us to use the hand, why has he given us hand? If he does not want us to walk, why has he given us feet? 
if he does not want to us see why he has given us eye, if he does not want us to use this, this body, why he has given us all those things, if he does not want us to think, why he has given us mind. The best structure, best structure for anything, for example, if you can say that you know, this house is on the best structure, meaning what? It suits the purpose for which it has been built in the best way. Every best structure means it suits the purpose for which it has been made in the best way. So mankind has been created in the best structure means it suits the purpose of Kamad because they can do hardship properly. Now expect them to sacrifice to do hardship to that how they have, has made them. And that why concerning this surah, reference is coming for what? Didn't I make for them eyes? Didn't I make them for all those things? Why is coming? Allah wants to say that the way I created you, it actually serves the purpose for which I created you. Every single thing. So Allah has given the people what they need. So, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدْ Certainly, we have created the mankind in, in, in this suffering. أَيَحْسَبُ أَلَّنْ يَقْدِرَ عَلَيْهِ أَحَدٍ Now, what happening is, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the people for a purpose, and, the purpose, and how they live together, how they be kind. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created them in the more appropriate way to serve that purpose. So, you know, he's expecting them that they should do this. But if they forget all the purpose, they forget their own creation, they don't thank him, they don't obey him, they don't worship him, and they don't actually, you know, share the, their richness and their wealth with other people. They don't spend money upon those people, you know. And they start enjoying the life. And they, you know, they live like they're going to live forever. Do they think that no, Allah has no power upon them? Do they think Allah is not going to punish them? So you can say, And actually that also is connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what he mentioned in the previous surah, uh, you know, when, when he said that, uh, so in Both surahs are very similar. So in the previous surah, Quran has said, Inna rabbaka labil mirsad. That actually is to understand that Allah is watching you. You know, if you forget your purpose and you don't do things properly, know he's watching. And then also knows he has power upon you. He can punish you any time. You know, if people don't do the purpose for which they have been made, and when Allah actually has enabled them, you know, he made you for worship, to worship him and to be kind. And the way he made your body is to serve that purpose. And now you're misusing the body. He gave you eye to see things properly. And you only see like animals. He gave you a hearing that you can hear things properly, you understand properly, and matters go deep in your heart. But you hear like animals. He has given you mind. So you, you can think properly, worship your Lord, and you connect the events properly, and you, get, you know, understand the day of judgment. But use your mind only to improve your food, to develop new, new, you know, new dishes, that how you can enjoy eating and drinking more. You know, how can you live in this world? How can you make better houses? How can you make better roads? So all your mind actually thinking is that how you can live in this world, you know, in a better way. If people start doing this, then Quran is threatening them. Does the mankind think that nobody has power over them? No one has power over them. Do they think like that? Do they think Allah does not know? He's not watching them and he cannot punish them. Do they think like that? And then not only that, you know, all the, the way of the you know, rich people, those who enjoy the life, always will be that, you know, how much I spend and this and that and how much it, I do. Then they are arrogant, they're proud, they sit together. They will say, you know, I did my you know, wedding party of my daughter and I spent so much money, huge money. And I have this celebration, this feast, and I spent so much money. 
that they all of them make, you know, boosting thing to everybody. The Quran said, these people didn't just say, come on, يقول أهلكت مال اللبادة. You know, he did not say, أنفقت. You know, he said, I destroyed, you know, plenty of the wealth. He does not say, أنفقت. I spent. You know, when people spend, they think properly, they spend properly. But this man said, أهلكت. I destroyed. You know, to him, basically, you can see really in that how much wealth he has got. And what the one is spending even does not think how to spend. He, he, he said about that, that I destroyed so much wealth. He said, I have destroyed, I have wasted so much wealth. So much arrogant. You know, I married my daughter. I spent so much huge amount of money, big party and wedding party and this and that. And I built a house and so much money in that. And I made this, you know, uh, celebration and so much money, money in that. The Quran says, he said, I have spent or I have destroyed plenty of the enormous wealth. Quran says, Does he think no one has seen him? You know, you make this claim and you can't say many, many people lie. Many people, when they, they talk about their spending, they lie a lot because they want to show that, you know, the, how generous they are and how spending they are and how great they are and how much money they have. They keep lying. The Quran says, Does they think nobody sees him? Allah sees them. He sees them how much they spend and he also sees where they have spent. Everything known by him. So they are under the power of Allah Taala, and he sees. They are not spending money for the orphans. They don't spend money for the widows. They don't spend money for any good cause. And actually also can see all the rich people, you know, sometimes they give to some money for in rightful, you know, ways. But there are much, much more money they spend on the wrong things. Many of rich people, they, the, the, the money that they spend on the parties, on the dance, on the music, and also, you know, all many, many other, th- on gambling, you know, so many other things, a huge amount of the money. Uh, and, and then something they will give to some, you know, needy people to satisfy themselves. They are also helping, you know, the poor people and needy people. You know, Allah knows this thing. Do the thing that Allah has not seen that. So you can see that both words have been used here. Qudara, Allah has power upon them. And then Quran said, you know, Allah sees them. Meaning is your duty was that Allah has given you, you should worship him and make you know, other people to share your wealth properly. But you know, the way you have been behaving is no prayer, no fasting, no zakat, no hajj, no sadaqah, no giving no money to anybody and, and then wasting money in wrongful ways. And you can see really, the people who don't, don't spend money in the lawful ways, they always waste their money in something wrong. It always happens. Their money goes in those things which are not right. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more. Subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv. That's D-E-E-P-D-E-E-N.tv. Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support. Please click on the donate button and give whatever you can. Our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves.